That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Raymer, and you're listening to That Sober Guy podcast where we talk about drugs, alcohol, recovery, some other fun shit. And we also like to think we help some people stay sober. I know I've been able to stay sober by committing to doing something uh, and showing up every day and having some fun in the process. Um, Today, we were supposed to be talking with Anna David. I made that announcement last week, and my sincere apologies. I had some things change in the schedule. We had to uh, to change the schedule, and it didn't quite end up working out for this week. So we will do that again in the near future. Today, we're going to be talking about submitting. What do you need to submit to? What do I need to submit to? I have a short list of five things, uh, and we're going to go over those things today. But before we do that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can also connect with us on Instagram, at realthatsoberguy, and on Twitter, at Shane Raymer. I would prefer... If you had to choose one, because I'm not on Facebook anymore, choose Instagram if you can, because I still don't know how the hell to operate Twitter. I mean, I know the general operation of it, right? You you write out a short little message on there, but the network on there um, and uh, and how my feed works and all that, I don't really understand it on Twitter, but it is on there if you are on Twitter. Once again, that's at Shane Raymer and uh, on Instagram at real that sober guy. I want to give a special little shout out again to humans, one of my favorite musical duos. Those dudes are badass. They do the intro and the outro. Uh, well, they they don't do it just for the show, but they allow us to use uh, some of their music for the intro and the outro outro of that sober guy. So go check those guys out. They're cool ass dudes, and they got some great music. Um, now, before we get into Uh, Five things I submit to today. Finding the right treatment for addiction and mental health illness can be tough. I hear it all the time. That's why Sober Guys continue to partner with Foundation's Recovery Network. Foundation stays true to their mission, holds high ethical standards while providing treatment in their nationwide network of residential and outpatient programs. Foundation's has individualized treatment plans, and they're focused on creating lifetime relationships for long-term recovery. To learn more, you can go to foundations.com slash sober guy, or you can also call 833-81-SOBER. You got some questions. Do you have a loved one who's suffering right now and you don't know what to do? Uh, Foundations is a great resource. We've been working with them for a long time and uh, they have some options for you, but at least some, some help. Once again, that's foundationshelp.com slash sober guy, or one more time, here's the phone number, 833 833- 81 sober that's 833 81 sober and you can talk with an admissions coordinator about some treatment options i have some live shows i want to announce and uh really excited about this uh this first one if you're in the bay area this is going to actually be um it's on march 9th which as this goes live that's tomorrow uh so march 9th if you're in the bay area the sacramento solano county areas come check out journey coffee's fun run 
That's March 9th at 9 a.m. at Journey Coffee in Vacaville. There's a health and wellness fair on the patio uh, where some local businesses with a focus on health and wellness will be showcasing their business, uh, sharing some samples, giving away some prizes, answering questions. Of course, that sober guy will be there. We'll be hanging out. We'll be dropping some podcasts potentially, uh, talking to folks about the sober life. Um, Big shout out to the Jess and to Lucy too, man. They kicked ass and they made this this board um, so we can roll some dice and, and have some fun and give some prizes away. Uh, and so uh, just appreciate their help on that. That'll be out there at the booth too. So once again, that's Saturday, March 9th, 9 a.m., Journey Coffee in Vacaville. Uh, and uh, come check us out. Come hang out. Come drink some coffee. Journey's got some of the best damn coffee in the area. That's for sure. And beyond to that. And it's a cool spot. Um, in addition to that, We've also just confirmed dates for more live podcasts at Journey uh, throughout the summer, really, through the, the spring, through the summer, and it's going to be the first Saturday of every month. That's April 6th, May 11th, June 1st, July 6th, and August 3rd. Uh, we'll have guests, we'll have live Q&As, and we'll party sober, drink some coffee, have some fun. Uh, look out for those info in the weeks to come. I got some great guests lined up for those I haven't officially announced <coughs> excuse me, I haven't officially announced those yet. Uh, still need to confirm uh, times and, and which day and all that kind of stuff too. But uh, but look out for that. We'll be posting some some flyers up, um, you know, letting you know what the topic is uh, and who the guests are, all that kind of stuff. So we're pumped for that. Um, also, oh, got a little congested there. Lucy's been sick the last uh, four days, I think. So I'm really hoping I don't uh, don't catch any of that stuff. I think she's feeling better uh, today, which which should be a good thing. But you always hate to to see your kids sick. There's not much you can do for them except love on them and make them soup. Um, so that's what we're hoping for that she gets better. So shoot her a little love, a little prayer spot that Lucy recovers. Now we're gonna be at Innovations in Recovery Conference. Uh, That's Innovations in Recovery, Foundations Recovery, uh, Innovations in Recovery. It's a conference. It's uh, April 16th through the 19th. Uh, Why am I just fumbling right now? I'm fumble. Raymer, you fumbled, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, my words start getting all crazy and confused. And then I'm thinking about a word, but it won't come out of my mouth properly. It's kind of funny. So let me stop real quick. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. I have a Santa Claus cup right now. A Santa Claus, merry and bright. Jess was going to put it away at Christmas time. And I said, no, leave that mug out so I can be reminded of Christmas all year round because I love Christmas. Hold on. Let me take a sip. All right. Let's try this again. We're going to be at the Innovations and Recovery Conference podcasting live April 16th through the 19th in San Diego at Hotel Del Coronado. This is the fourth year that I think that we're going out. It's, I think it's the third year we're actually podcasting um, and, uh, and and contributing to the conference. The first year I just went and hung out and uh, talked with Lee, at, at who uh, Lee Pepper, who originally kind of got this thing going between Sober Guy and Foundations, which was awesome. And then now we've been able to return every year. So big thanks to those guys for having us out. Uh, if you want some information about Foundations events, you can go to foundationsevents.com. And uh, we're going to be there. We're going to be having fun. We're going to be kicking it by the beach during that. Well, for me, during the evening time, I get a little beach time uh, after I work th- uh, throughout the day. But, man, we have some great guests here lined up, too. And I'll be announcing those in the next couple of weeks. 
uh, as I get them locked in. And we'll probably do some Instagram live stuff live from Coronado, uh, from, from Innovations in Recovery. That way, uh, if anyone can jump on there live and see what that's like, uh, you know, as we're recording, it's kind of fun. It's neat. There's, there's lots of stuff going on, uh, and it's a good time. So look out for that. Once again, that's foundationsevents.com if you want more info about the, uh, the conference itself. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, I get a lot of questions about early sobriety. Um, what do I do? Where do I go? What don't I do? Uh, how do I know if I have a problem? Um, I don't have all the answers, but here's what I finally did. Me and some of my closest friends and colleagues created a podcast video course. Just burped. It's called How to Navigate the First 90 Days of Sobriety. I went out after I got home from rehab. I know I've told this story before, but just in case you're tuning in for the first time, you may have never heard it. When I got home, I went out and bought Wranglers, cowboy boots, and a hunting vest. Nothing wrong with that, by the way, except if you're not a hunter and you've never wore Wranglers besides on Halloween. That does not count. It didn't make sense. I'm not a cowboy. I'm not a hunter. I'm a Dickies and Vans and hoodie type of guy, but I was confused in the early days of sobriety. I didn't know who I was. I was trying to find it. Who am I? What, it, what is my purpose in this new sober life? Am I going to be able to stay sober? How the hell am I going to function as this new sober human being? I'm trying to save you some time, some confusion with how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety. You can get the course right now. It's 25 bucks using the promo code half off at checkout. Um, go to that soberguide.com, click on courses. We also give it away, the course. We give the course away for free to all veterans. So if you're a veteran and you want to check out how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety, uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at real that sober guy and, uh, and I can shoot you a promo code on there. Once again, go to that sober click on courses and check it out there. All right. Five things I submit to today. Five things I submit to today. Where did this come from? This came from many, many conversations between my sponsor and I buddy. As some of you may know, he's been on the podcast quite a few times. I talk about him often. He's a great dude. Um, and if you don't have a sponsor yet, get one. It's been, um, it's taken my recovery to the next level and to where it needs to be, um, with accountability, weekly meetings, um, work, all that, all that kind of stuff, uh, in the, in the past couple of years that, that buddy and I have been working together. So if you don't have a sponsor, I can't tell you enough how important it is. And look, maybe the, I went through, um, you know, I went through like whatever, but I had a couple of sponsors before I started working with buddy. It, I don't, it, it wasn't a right fit. I don't know. It was probably me because I was resistant in the beginning. Um, both the guys were cool. They were both good dudes trying to do their own recovery. Um, you know, but it just, it, it, it wasn't a right fit for me or it wasn't the time for me. I wasn't ready to, uh, to, to go through the steps and, I was a little bit of an asshole, not in a mean type of way, but an asshole of resistance, put it that way, uh, in the beginning. And, you know, when you, when you submit to stuff, when you submit to the things that you're resisting against, God will provide. And that's what he did in the case of, of buddy of my sponsor. Now, you know, I wasn't expecting, you know, to, to, uh, to, to have a sponsor at that moment or to find, I wasn't out searching, which isn't a bad thing, by the way. 
Uh, you know, but God provided, you know, it's a, it's a total God thing, but he lives in Georgia. Okay. We've met one time in person. It was in Nashville at a conference uh, two years ago now, I think, but we talk every week and, uh, you know, he's really helped me along the way. And this is one of the things that we talk about. What do I submit to today? What, what's the first things I need to wake up and give over to God, uh, so I can function that day. So I'm not a tripper that day, uh, you know, and being okay with that. So, um, once again, you don't have to pick the perfect sponsor the first time, but just get somebody, a mentor, a friend, somebody you can lean on, somebody who can hold you accountable. That's the big thing. So five things I submit to today. What's the first thing I'm going to wake up today. And, uh, I looked at this list and I said, the first thing I submit to today is God, your higher power, the universe source, whatever your God is. Okay. I'm not telling you who your God needs to be. I don't care. It's not my program. What I am saying for me, there has to be something higher for me. It's God. For me, it's Jesus. For me, I um, have to submit to that every day. I have to submit to that. I have to know that I'm not in control and we're going to get to that because control is on this list as well. So what does that look like for me? Well, usually it looks like throughout the entire day. You know, when something comes up, when something happens where I feel like I am losing, losing it or losing control, losing myself of my sense of peace. Now I can think back. And if I do this in the beginning of the day, which is one of the most important times, I think for me to do it. Oh, did I submit that to God today? Did I submit to God today? Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't. I'm trying to function and walk around this crazy ass ball that's spinning in the middle of the universe out there. I'm walking around on it, trying to do it on my own. That doesn't work too well for me. Does not work too well. I got to say, God, I submit my day to you today. I ask that you remove any resentments, any anger, uh, anything that's going on in me today that's making me lose my peace, God. I just submit this whole day to you. I give it up to you. I ask you to guide me. I ask you to move me in the right direction and do your will. Amen. Keep it simple. That's it. That's about what it looks like. And right there, just saying that out right now, I feel peace right after it. You know, so submission to God, number one, really big thing for me. Number two, Five things I submit to today. Number two, money. How many of y'all have money issues out there? And I'm not talking about necessarily, oh, I'm so broke. I mean, a lot of us have that too. Trust me, I've been there. And I still have months where it's slow. And money is very, very stressful thing sometimes for a lot of us, especially those coming right into early recovery. I had really bad financial issues when I first came into recovery. I was broke. I was in debt. Now there's still times when I feel like I'm broke and I'm I'm definitely have some debt still. We're working on that. Okay, it's a process. But if I'm not submitting to money every day and knowing that God's going to have it work out just like it's supposed to, I am a wreck. That is a big one for me and Jess knows this very well. You know, like for instance, without getting too personal, you know, you, you get paid. I get paid. And boom, it's 
you know, it's, it can be gone fast between a mortgage and, you know, uh, bills and it's, it's stressful sometimes, you know, and, uh, and thank God, many of us have people that help out there. And so for those of us, um, who have those people in our lives, you know, thank you. We thank you for your help. Um, you know, emotionally, financially, um, spiritually, like that's what having community is about, but money can really grab a hold of me. It can really grab, and it can really do something to me that is, um, uh, it's, uh, man, it's, it fucking sucks. Just put it that way on certain day, but, I, but, but, but I'm, I'm kind of looking at the past right now. I feel like, um, you know, through working through it and learning how to submit to it, learning how, um, you know, to, uh, to just let things work out how they're supposed to be. God provides, God provides people to help. God provides ways to help. God provides, um, ways to, to find peace. So, you know, and, and I think I did, I think, so here's an exercise too, that I think I did. Um, and I should probably revisit this now, this was a few months back, maybe six months ago. I I did a gratitude list for all of the things that involved money that I was grateful for. What has God provided for me? How has he fixed so many different things in my life uh, with regards to finances? Because if I look back on where uh, I was and where we were as a family five, six years ago, good Lord, we were a fucking mess absolute mess. I mean, you talk about the, the lights getting turned off. I mean, I was all jacked up, still drinking and doing drugs and just being stupid, not caring. You know, I wasn't even living check to check at that time. I was just living, trying to keep the lights on, which wasn't happening. My phone was getting turned off. We, we basically got evicted, you know, from the house we were living in. Um, what else? Just super bad, you know, debt, people calling all the time, uh, you know, and, and it was, man, you talk about stressful. That was some real, real stress. You know, we've came a long way since then. And so what happens is here's what I'm getting at. And you can even see. So the first couple of minutes that I started talking about money, I automatically went back without even really knowing it to, to the negative. And you can, you, you, you just heard that. Okay, this isn't anything I've written out. This is right, you know, right off the cusp or is it the cusp or the cusp or whatever, whatever it is. I went right back to that. And that's what happens in my mind still. I'm still training this mind of mine, this brain that is an entity in itself to focus on the positive, focus on the gratitude. And I went right back to the old stuff. I didn't go immediately to the positive. What has God, you know, provided what has changing my ways been able to, to, to do in my life, you know, and that's been huge. We don't get our phones turned off anymore. We don't get the lights turned off anymore. We don't get the water turned off anymore. We don't get the car repossessed anymore. We don't not pay our rent on time. In fact, we have a mortgage, you know, we were able to buy a home. And I want to say we've had some help along the way. So thank you to those who have helped us. And you know who you are. We love you. Nobody most of the time can do life without a little help sometimes. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, that's something to be grateful for. You know, that's something to um, really, really have some gratitude for. And so what, what am I getting at before I move on here? I know I spent a little more time on this than I wanted to. Two things. Focusing on the negative for me is something that automatically happens still. And I really have to train my mind to understand that and to see it when it pops up. And thankfully, I just saw it. So now I'm going back and, oh, yeah, the gratitude list. That was the other thing. I totally lost my my train of thought there. I did a gratitude list for all the things that I was grateful for financially. You know, God's provided me with it with a, a great job that I love. I don't even feel like I work a lot of the time because I love what I do. I'm just doing it. I get paid well for what I do. You know, that that's something just right there alone that's that's huge. Um, you know what else? I mentioned we we bought a house or we rent a home from the bank. The, you know, that's more the way I like to put it. <laughs> Um, and that's something that, you know, I, I, I feel even weird to say we bought a house. Like, I feel like that's the stupid thing, like that you're supposed to get out when we had this facade as we, as we grew up that in order, uh, in order for us to be worthy and successful and, um, and feel like we've accomplished something, you need to, you need to graduate high school. You need to go to college. You need to buy a house and you need to get a good job with benefits. And okay. I'm not saying that I haven't done or don't have any of that, but I don't really, think that that is the way um, that it works anymore, okay? Even though I have some of that and have done some of that and, and some of it I haven't, but I don't think that that, I think it's a facade in other words. There's many different ways we can do things. That doesn't matter. Just buying a house doesn't make you any better or worse than the next person, which I'm speaking from experience because I thought that for a long time. Well, we're never gonna buy a house. It's cool that we did, but it doesn't, it doesn't define us as, you know, whatever, is an accomplishment? Hell yeah, it's a, an accomplishment. From getting evicted, from moving from rental to rental. Why am I talking about this? Because it's it is really relevant to the lifestyle I lived before. You know, addicted, stupid, dumb decisions. Not that I still don't make dumb decisions. Sometimes I do, but back then they were really fucking dumb. Like they, yeah, crazy. So if let, let me just wrap this up and we're going to move on to the next one. Number three here. Number one was God. Number two was money. Um, if you do like me have an issue with money, which I still do, I'm working through it. Do a gratitude list, do a gratitude list, all the things you're grateful for and all the things that have, you've had, uh, some success in with your finances, or maybe it's not just success. It's just little things. Maybe God's provided you five bucks today so you can eat lunch. It's all about perspective. That's it. Number three, food and or sugar. Five things I submit to today, food and or sugar. Good Lord, this is a tough one for me. We all talk about uh, addictions, alcohol, obviously a lot on the show. We talk about food a little bit here and there too, I feel like lately. That's been a big one for me. Cherry pies, baby. Who wants a cherry pie in the car? Hey, uh. Uh, honey, I'm trying to do Jess's voice. That's just not <laughs> working at all. Jess will tell me, what can, can you go to the store? I need you to get some milk. That's not how she talks at all. I don't know why the hell I'm talking like that, but I need you to get some milk and some potatoes. And uh, why don't you pick up um, a can of uh, can of soup too? I don't know what the hell. So I go there. What do I do? I end up on the checkout line, picking out a, a, 
a hostess cherry pie and maybe a package of cupcakes. Like a real real winner. 37-year-old winner there, eating like a 12-year-old. Hiding in my car, smashing them down on the way home. I've talked about it before. Hope you're not getting tired of hearing about it. If you are, I don't blame you. But it's real. The struggle is real. <laughs> and it's an up and down battle. And let me tell you why. Because I don't submit to it on the daily. I don't. I try to do it on my own. And I'm working on submitting to it. I'm doing it right now. I submit to food and sugar today, God. I give it up to you. Guide me through it. Just that little bit alone. Boom. Okay. I'm not in control of it. I can't control it. What happens when I try to control it? I eat like shit. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I have to submit that every day. And that that is one, um, man, that I really need to uh, to get a better handle on as far as submitting it every day. Uh, I'm pretty good about submitting to God overall in general. You know, I kind of touched on that on the first one, but I think it's more for me and I'm realizing this as I'm kind of going down this list, I need to get more specific. I need to get specific in the things I submit to throughout the day. Notice how I said throughout the day too. I have to remember that it doesn't have to be just first thing in the morning. Now, would I like it to be, man, I keep hiccuping and, and burping. I apologize. I don't know what's going on. Um, I've had this weird stuff in my throat. It's like, it's like, I don't know what it is getting air trapped in there. And then I burp and then I got some gurgly shit going on down there. Jess has been making fun of me lately. Did you get the, (laughs) I don't know what it is. I have this weird, it's like, I have no idea, but hopefully it's not going to prohibit me any longer from talking on the microphone. That's, that's a good example of it right there. I'm exaggerating obviously, but, um, but yeah, getting specific about the things is very, very important. I have to get specific about them because if I'm not specific about them, I forget, I forget, I forget about food and sugar. I just try to roll on my own. The closest I'll do is, yeah, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to eat healthy today. I'm going to try not to eat a bunch of shit, you know, especially for the work that I do. I'm on my computer a lot during the day. So it's really easy to grab some shitty food and eat and snack along the way. You know, that's a tough one, bro. I've been killing some high chews lately. I try to justify it and go, oh, well, they're better than Skittles. They don't have all the dyes in them. They do. They're maybe a little bit better if you look like, uh, well, they're not. They're, they're fucking candy. See, look at me trying to justify it right there. Well, they're better than this. No, they're so fucking good, though, high chews. Oh, man, I'll crush like a whole bag of them, especially if I'm driving, if I'm going down to Fresno or wherever I'm going. I was out in the in the bay yesterday or the last couple days, wherever, whenever, I forget what day it is anymore. But yes, give me give me those those high chews as I'm as I'm cruising along or some mentos. Mentos are good too. You know, so how how the hell where am I going with that? I don't know other than I need to be specific about my food. So waking up and saying like, God, I submit my food addictions to you today, my my sugar addictions to you today. I submit that to you. Here you go. Take it away from me because I can't do it on my own. Very, very important. Maybe, you know, hey, I just had an idea. I don't know if it's an idea or a thought. Well, then I thought, well, how, how can I do a gratitude list about food? 
I don't know. I'm going to have to think that one over. That idea was shit right there. It just all, it was like, it went off in my mind. And then all of a sudden I had this picture of like a big pile of shit hitting a brick wall and just, just splatted right on the ground right there. And it just totally went away. So I don't have that idea anymore, but let's recap really quick. Cause we have two left five things I submit to today. Number one, God, number two, money finances, number three, food and sugar, God, money, food, sugar, Real quick, what are yours? Start thinking about that. Maybe, you know, maybe it's one of those that I mentioned, God, food, uh, sugar, or money. That's something that, uh, that you can do yourself, you know, make your own list. Number four, control. Oh, man. Who wants to talk about this one? Who wants to talk about control? I feel the need to be in control of everything. Most of us do. I think it's pretty natural. I want to control. I want to make sure things work out. The they This shit's going to work out just like I think it's going to. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> that probably goes on in my old cranium sometimes. Not, not probably. It does. It's gotten a little bit. It's gotten quite a bit better. But I, yes, if it doesn't work out. Well, that's, I'm kind of getting into the next one right now. So let me stop right there before we get into that. Let me focus on control because I'm getting ahead of myself. What am I trying to control? Um, let's, uh, I'm trying to think of an example of this, of control. Let's say my car breaks down. What happens? Man, I'm thinking about this. Let's say my car breaks down. Now I can get pissed that it broke down. I can get very angry. Why? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? And there could be reasons why. And that's automatically where my brain goes. Did did I forget to put oil in it? Which is stupid, but has it happened? I'm sure. <laughs> I forget to get a tune-up on it. You know, why why did the alternator go? Does the bat okay, there's a good one. That one this one actually happened. Sorry, I'm trying to come off, off the top here, but the battery. Here's, here's an example. Thankfully, I had one. I was really struggling right there, if you couldn't tell. It's, a, it's an early morning right now, so I'm still getting some coffee flowing through me and, and trying to get some work done here. So uh, please forgive me. But I woke up one day, a couple months back. We have an older uh, Chevy Tahoe. And I went out to start it. It didn't start. Turned over, didn't start. I knew because I've had I've had many cars before and I kind of had an idea. It's the battery. What do I do? Do I have any control over the fact that that battery went dead in that moment when I needed to be somewhere? I needed to be somewhere. At that, I don't even remember where the hell it was, but I remember starting to get pissed off because I need to be somewhere, damn it. This isn't working out. I don't have control over this battery right now. I'm totally at a loss of control in that moment. There's absolutely nothing I can do to fix right there that moment. Now, there's plenty of alternatives right there, okay? I can I can try to get a ride. I can take the other car if it's there. I don't remember if it was or not. Um, I can skate. I can ride a bike. You know, there's options there once I think, but I want to but what I'm saying is you know, let's not get there yet in that moment of the battery, not starting the, 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 the car, not turning over because the battery's dead. I have no control over that in that moment. 
Now, the old me, let me tell you what the old me would have done. I would have been slamming the steering wheel, cursing up a storm, even though I did probably curse a little bit. I went, mother, <laughs> right when I turned it over, right? But nothing compared to what it had been like. Why did this, this is bullshit. This, I can't believe, oh man, I can't believe it. How about like that kind of attitude? You feel what I'm saying? That kind of attitude, negative, angry, um, it's, it's gross. It sets a tone for the day. You know, it does. It, it, it sets a tone. And um, it's not fun to live like that because what does that do in that moment? It turns over and it turns your whole day like that, especially when you're not aware of it. And then before you know it, it can turn a whole week like that and a month like that. And then you got five years later and you go, damn, why am I a bitter old Grimy, angry, spiteful, vengeful asshole. That's the kind of thing with control that I have to submit to every single day. I'm not in control of many things. And I know, I don't know if that's the best example of the battery. <coughs> Man, dude, what is going on? I don't know if that's the best, uh, best example. <laughs> I hope you all mind. I just don't. You know, I don't edit this shit and I just keep it real, like coughing on the mic and my voice is all jacked up. But, you know, I don't, number one, I don't have time to do all that stuff. And I don't mean this in, a, in an asshole type of way, but I don't really care because that is who I am. It's what I do. This shit's not going to be perfect tonight. Here, here's, I also, here's what I also think in that. I want you guys to know that shit is not going to be perfect. This podcast is not going to be perfect. Your life, my life, our moments are not going to be perfect. How are we going to roll with the punches with that? You know, how are we going to how are we going to function without perfection? That's a big one for me. You know, I want everything perfect. I want it my way. I want to be in control of it. You know what? I'm not. It's not perfect. I'm not going to have perfection every single moment and I have to be okay with that. I have to give up control. Got to submit it. So the battery one, I don't know if it was a great one. I hope you can kind of see the concept of where I was coming from with that. Okay, there's certain moments that we don't have control over and we got to give those things up. All right, the last one on the list today, five things <clears throat> Five things I submit to today. Number one was God. Number two was money. Number three was food and or sugar. Number four was control. Number five, one of my favorites, expectations. What are your expectations right now? What are you expecting for today? Think about that for just a second. What are you expecting to go your way today? What are you expecting uh, an outcome of today? What are you expecting to do today? Throw that shit out the window. No expectations. When I have no expectations, I'm not saying either don't have goals or dreams. Trust me, I've struggled with this one for a minute. I still talk about I think I just talked about it yesterday um, in a conversation about where you draw the line between goals, dreams, um, plans, strategy, you know, versus having expectations. I don't know that I have an exact answer for that right now in, at, at the moment. I'm still trying to kind of process it and think about it on the daily. <clears throat> what I do know is that when I have expectations, 
and shit doesn't work out like I imagined it, a lot of the time it's it's this weird imaginative thing. It's this imagination and I see something, how it's supposed to be, and then I get there or I talk to or I go or whatever, and it's not how I envisioned it, and I get let down. you know, Or something doesn't work out like I'm supposed to. Maybe I didn't get the job that I wanted to. I had this expectation. I'm a shoo-in for this position, and then you don't get it. And you get let down and you get angry. And what did I used to do? I'd say, well, fuck that motherfucker. Screw him. He's a, she's a, they did, they did this, you know. They, I didn't get the job. I'm just using this. This is an example because this actually did happen to me. <laughs> let me tell you what happened actually. Real quick here. I had expectations that I was going to get this job. It was like six years ago, seven years ago. And, uh, you know, I really wanted this job because it was on a different shift that I had. Good Lord. And, uh, I went, I knew the interview was coming up for sure. I was a shoe and I was already doing the job. I was already doing the job that, that I was interviewing for. It was just on a different shift. It was a day shift versus a night shift that I was on at the time. So I should have been, to my expectations, a shoo-in, no doubt. And you know what my dumbass did? I said, I'm not going to drink today. I'm not going to drink today. I'm not going to drink today. And I got fucking drunk before the interview. Can you believe that? Drunk is a skunk, too. I mean, I was pretty good about maintaining like my like keeping it together. So when I say drunk as a skunk, like I wasn't stumbling around and I wasn't doing that. Okay. I wasn't doing that. I was maintaining my, you know, my, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I can't think of it right now, but I was composed. That's what it was. I, I maintained my composure, but on the inside, my brain, my head was high as a kite. I remember so clearly. I felt like I felt so good. Like I must have timed it perfectly and drank it perfectly. By the time I went in the interview, I was just drunk. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? I didn't get the job. I fucking bombed the interview, number one. Come to find out, <clears throat> I don't even <clears throat> I don't even think that that was, was why. I think there was some other... Some other stuff involved in that, which I found out later on. It's irrelevant anyways. I didn't deserve the job in the first place because I was an asshole, um, you know, and I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And I had set these expectations. I had set these expectations that I was going to get this job and I didn't. And what happened? Oh, man, what a victim Shane was. Poor Shane. Oh, man, I deserve this job and that son of a Bitch, how could he do how could he do me like that? I did this and he's this and he so that whole attitude right there and and mind mind you this is when I was still really deep in like probably the deepest point in my addiction at the time. That's where my attitude went. You know, so let's fast forward today in setting expectations and what that looks like. Does it look like it used to with the interview thing where I got drunk? And, and, and didn't get the job. No, it doesn't look like that, but I can still set expectations. And then when they don't work out, get upset about them. 
The good news is now I can recognize most of the time when I'm setting those, when I'm setting myself up. So I try to not, I try to not go into anything anymore with any expectations other than what my task is at hand in that moment. What am I here to do? Who am I here to talk to? What, what's my task for the day? Um, you know, how am I going to do this better? I don't care what the outcome is. I'm not looking for anything. I don't have any agenda to get something out of, you know, it. I'm not expecting anything. Am I perfect at it? Hell no. But I will tell you this, no expectations creates a hell of a lot more peace for me when uh, shit goes south, you know, because I didn't have any expectations anyways. So think about that one. Have you been setting expectations? Have you been uh, conscious of that? What does that look like for you? Are you setting an expectation today? You know, be easy on yourself too. I want to say with all of this, <clears throat> man, my voice is, I'm sorry, I keep saying it, but I'm like, I really need to like hawk it up right now, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to reframe because we're about to wrap this up. Then I'll go outside and hawk it up. But I, uh, I want to say through this, give yourself grace on all of this stuff and, and I will do the same. Okay. We'll do it together. We're giving ourselves grace today. We're being easy on ourselves. We know we're, we're jacked up people some days, all days, many days. None of us are perfect. If you meet someone who thinks they're perfect, he's probably an asshole. She's probably an asshole too. They're all probably assholes. If you think you're perfect, you're not perfect. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I felt like I was kind of getting on a high horse there for a minute. A high, get off your high horse. <laughs> oh man, that's an inside joke from back in the day. It just came out. My dad used to say that shit a lot. You look at you all up on your high horse. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said that. You ever do that? You ever, you ever say something that you heard your parents say and you go, why the fuck did I just say that? God, I sound just like <laughs> nothing against my mom or dad. Love you guys. Not at all, not what I'm saying, but I think it's funny. And my kids will probably do the same shit about me. Oh, my dad used to say that. I don't know what it'll be, though. I'm trying to think, what could Cash or Lucy say that I used to say that would be funny and annoying at the same time? I don't know. If I think of it, uh, I won't tell you about it because I'll 100% forget by the next podcast. So anyways, have grace on yourself. Five things I submit to today. What are you going to submit to? Write yourself a list. Uh, look at that list on the daily, look at it throughout the day. And, uh, look, if you do this exercise and you have some success with it and, and you like it, um, you know, the gratitude list as well with like the, the, the money financial thing I mentioned, you know, maybe some of these things that you're, that are on your submission list, you need to do a gratitude list for too. And I just want to give a shout out again to my, to my sponsor buddy, uh, for working through some of this shit with me. Uh, you know, this, this is the kind of stuff that comes up and that we learn through working with, um, a, a sponsor, a mentor, a friend, like doing the work, having conversations about it. This is the kind of stuff that comes out. I didn't think of this stuff on my own. I'm not that smart. You know, I, th this comes through doing the work and God providing those moments, um, of, of, of clarity that happened through submission. If that makes any sense, I know that might not make sense. It makes sense to me. I hope it makes sense to you too. So try it out. And what I was going to say is if you have some success 
with with a, uh, a you know five things I submit to or three things I submit to whatever it is and then maybe do a gratitude list. Hit us up and and, and let me know. Uh, because if you, you know, if you share it, I can, you know, read it later on on a podcast and say, hey, you know, um, James from Florida wrote in and said he did his, you know, three things he submits to what A, B and C. And he's really been having some success with that because that encourages other people. Uh, so you can hit me up on Instagram at real that sober guy uh, or on Twitter at Shane Raymer. I prefer Instagram, but Twitter's cool, too. Uh, you can check us out at that sober dot com. Um, once again, if you're in the area, March, uh, March 9th, which is tomorrow as this goes live, we'll be over at journey coffee for the fun run. So check that out. Uh, man, I love you guys. I appreciate you. The more I do this, um, you know, the, the more, um, the more I just realize how important it is for us to work together and have community around us to talk about stuff, uh, to be there for each other. Like this is what recovery is about. It's not just about a podcast or, um, you know, media, because there's a lot of that shit that comes with this, you know, these live shows, which I love doing. There's a lot that comes with the Jess is on, you know, her side of the of, uh, of sober guy doing that stuff. And she, you know, she puts in puts in a lot of work on, on that part of it with the email list and putting stuff together for these events. And um, it's a lot. You know, and, and there, I, I got to be honest with you, some days I go, what is it all for? Like, why am I even doing this? And, and I'll tell you right now, this, this work right here, this five things I submit to gratitude list, talking about this stuff, sharing stories, getting out there together and community, all that crap. That's really at the end of the day, what it's about. And what does it do? It helps keep me sober. It helps keep now. Hey, can it help me stop eating cherry fucking pies and glazed donuts and cupcake, I, I don't know. I hope so. That's the real big one right now. I hope it does. And see, what I'm learning is this stuff, this recovery stuff, alcohol, drugs is really a very, and I'm not minimizing how important it is or how severe it is. It's definitely a, a big part of it, but it's also at the same time, it's really just the face of recovery. A program is about living a life out of recovery, not just with alcohol and drugs. You can apply it to so many areas of your life. And, and once I kind of started to understand that, man, things changed for me. Doors opened up. I went, Wait a minute. This ain't about just me being a dumbass and having a drinking problem. I have a life problem. I don't know how to deal with stuff in my life. You know, that's where it's at. So do your list. Shoot us some feedback. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, one more time. Check us out. I know I said it earlier. I'm all jacked up today, but whatever. Check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Instagram one more time. It's at real.soberguy. At Shane Raymer on Twitter. Peace, love, and respect, my friends. I'm pumped up. Super Still say that I don't know anything about you Oh, I don't know anything about you But I know what you do in the back room And you still say that I don't know anything about you